Welcome back to Warrior's Dispatch. I'm your host, Scott Salzman, ready to tackle another fascinating topic. Uh, Today I'll be discussing high-risk deployments and the lessons learned by private military contractors in the field. Now, of course, these contractors take on dangerous missions in global hotspots, and their experiences, uh, the experiences of the particular people that I'm going to be talking about can offer valuable insights for anyone considering this line of work. So join me as we examine the realities of high-stakes contracting and key takeaways that could save lives. The stories you'll hear today illustrate how proper training, vigilance, and adaptability are essential when venturing into the unknown. So let's first look at the harrowing true story of Tim Kennedy. Uh, In 2007, Tim Kennedy was working as a private military contractor in Afghanistan. He was tasked with protecting a supply convoy delivering goods through Kandahar province. He was a former U.S. Army Ranger, and he had multiple deployments under his belt, so he had the experience and the training for this this dangerous assignment. As his convoy made its way along the remote mountainous terrain, it suddenly came under intense ambush from Taliban insurgents. Heavily armed fighters unleashed a barrage of machine gun fire and RPGs from the high ground, splitting the convoy and trapping Tim's vehicle on open ground. Realizing that they were outgunned, Tim knew he had to buy the rest of the convoy time to escape. He was under relentless fire, and he directed his driver to a covered position and then engaged the Taliban fighters with his M4 rifle, dropping several of them uh, while explosions rocked the vehicle. Tim continued to hold off the ambush single-handedly, alternating his fire to keep the enemy confused. And even when his rifle ammunition was depleted, he kept fighting using his sidearm. He was able to escape being surrounded through sheer firepower and skill. After more than six grueling hours, Tim had exhausted most of his ammo, but he managed to pin down and inflict heavy losses on the insurgent force and the convoy used the window to withdraw safely thanks to his selfless defense. His valor and ability to confront overwhelming odds epitomized the warrior spirit and helped save many lives. Another contractor who learned that adaptability is essential is Simon Chase. Now He was an ex-British paratrooper. He was working private security in Iraq in the late 2000s. He was tasked with defending... Uh, an NGO aid facility in a remote region along the Syrian border. One day, Chase's team spotted a massive sandstorm brewing on the horizon. With the storm fast approaching, Chase had to act quickly to protect the exposed facility from both the elements and from potential attack. First, he directed his men to park the armored vehicles in a perimeter around the most critical structures. This created a barrier against the blowing sand while allowing visibility for the guards. Now, he knew the storm could cut off radio comms, so he set up redundant lines of communication using runners between positions. He also stockpiled extra water and goggles to protect against the blinding winds. 
when the sandstorm hit, visibility dropped to zero and the winds roared at 60 miles an hour. But Chase's defensive preparations allowed his men to remain alert and in contact throughout the chaos. Uh, They went through 72 hours of this and then the storm finally passed and Chase's team had had maintained control of the facility. His ability to adapt on the fly and plan for contingencies allowed the mission to be a success. And finally, there's Eric Prince, a name you might know. I've mentioned him on the podcast before. Eric was a former Navy SEAL, and you, but the reason you might know him is because he was the founder of the private security contractor Blackwater. Uh, but before that, way back in 2004, Eric was traveling in a low-profile convoy in Baghdad uh, to meet with Iraqi leaders. Now, normally, he would take armed vehicles and a full security detail on his trips into Baghdad, but on this particular occasion, he opted for a soft car and just two contractors because he didn't want to draw attention. So as his two-car convoy made its way through morning traffic, suddenly an IED exploded next to next to Prince's vehicle, disabling it. And before his security could react, insurgents hidden on nearby rooftops opened fire with rifles and grenades. Stuck in the kill zone, Prince and his uh, disabled SUV took heavy fire. Uh, Prince's two guards immediately returned fire. Um, their, Their elite military training kicked in. And while one contractor piled sandbags to form a barricade around the vehicle, the other laid down suppressive fire on the attackers. Their swift action prevented the the insurgents from advancing. After a 15-minute firefight, Prince's team was able to call for backup and escape the ambush site under friendly air cover. Despite the unarmored vehicle being riddled with bullets, Prince survived largely unscathed thanks to his security's heroism and preparation under pressure. The near miss taught uh, Eric Prince to never let his guard down in Iraq, no matter how routine a trip might seem. And that experience hammered home how vigilance and the proper security protocols could mean the difference between life and death. All right, so this is a shorter episode, but that wraps up this glimpse into the perils and lessons learned from private security contractors' travels into dangerous places. Though it may seem glamorous, the reality on the ground is far from what movies and books portray. Going in prepared mentally and physically while staying adaptable can mean the difference between life and death. So I hope these insights have, uh, you know, from, from real world contractors, have given you a better idea of what it takes to work in high risk environments. So that's it for this time. This is Scott Salzman signing off for now. Stay vigilant and stay safe.